Is the did the did the tweet go live? Hello, welcome. Hello. Hey, what do you want? <laughs> welcome to episode f- uh, 14? 14 feels right. Sure, I feel like it's four. Right. I, f- I think it's fourteen. Welcome to episode fourteen of the Zero Strategy Podcast. We hope you're all well and keeping safe. Um, we got lots of Twitch stuff to talk about today. Um, first of all, I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, uh, the Cyber Project. We're joined by uh, Jess Grog. Hello. Sir Humps. Hello. And the Mighty Kibbles. Hello. Um, so as we always do, we like to start off with a brief catch up with everybody, find out what's been going on for the last week. So uh, Cyber, what have you been up to? I've been dealing with my mom buying a 65 inch TV and uh, I'm <laughs> not happy yeah. about it. Oh, it's like, it, it's jealous? just dumb. I'm not jealous. It's too fucking big. It is not too big. That's see, what see, I have, you, and it's see, fantastic. Yeah, no, exactly. You <laughs> yeah, but you, what you have to appreciate is UK houses are so much smaller yeah, than American yeah. houses. Which I means it basically like, looks like a home theater. I yeah, support her decision. When I, when I yeah. have to do this to see either side of the fucking... No, fantastic. respect the drip, Karen. <laughs> no, <laughs> Respect the drip. Get out of here. Apart from that, playing, playing Warzone since fucking Valorant's mm. down. I miss it already. I miss it. Oh, yeah, me too. Did you see the new character <clears throat> for Valorant? Yes, I'm excited. Oh my god, so excited! So happy, so, so happy, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grog, what have you been up to this past week? Um, I've been streaming as as per usual. Um, been having a lot of fun still in Warzone. Did some more Star Wars middle of the week. Um, I'm looking forward this week. I think, um, it's actually my wife's idea. Uh, I think on Tuesday uh, into Wednesday, I'm going to be doing a 24 hour stream. Oh, um it is my one year <coughs> twitch anniversary so nice. one year to the day uh that i was broadcasting on twitch started on the couch now i'm here <laughs> congrats man congrats it's a new song <laughs> all right uh humps what have you been up to uh not a whole lot um as some of you know my wife took the kids uh to visit her mom. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been streaming, uh, been playing a little bit more Destiny lately. Just uh, some quick play comp helps. Uh, just, just keeping the aim fresh for when everything gets all better, as we all hope it will be. Yep. A lot of Warzone. Warzoning's feeling good. My, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. Sniping's getting a little stronger. Made a couple tweaks to my loadouts for that reasons. And I don't know, it's been on... Uh, Feeling pretty good, if I do say so myself. Good stuff, good stuff. And Kibbles, what have you been up to? Uh, Warzone. A lot of Warzone. <laughs> really, you say the just same thing Warzone. every week. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's only Warzone now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's just Warzone and videos. <laughs> I actually recorded one with Grog this week. Ooh. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, can't wait to see it. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been much the same since Valorant went away. It's been uh, Warzone it Tuesday. Soon, yeah, oh, it's yeah. yeah, it's very but very I'm, soon. I'm, I'm torn because I have a feeling new stuff's gonna start happening in Destiny this week, this coming week, yeah. and also Valorant's back, and I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. So, <clears throat> but I, I do I'm think not I'm gonna, gonna lie. Be... Easy. I feel like at this, I feel like at this point, um, 
anything that I have missed or I'm not up to date with in Destiny, I can just turn to our buddy uh, Bubbles and just ask him any question, and he will have all the answers for me. And I'll be immediately back where I need to be yeah, <laughs> in true. terms of having a frame of reference for everything. Yeah, pretty you hear much. Hear that, chat? Find, find the nerd in your community and mine them for all the data they're worth. <laughs> um yeah well so we got a couple of interesting topics to talk about this week um i've been asking people constantly like what do you want to know about what do you want to talk about and and get our kind of thoughts on so one of the ones we want to talk about this week first one is emotes uh which is something that you can have once you get affiliated on twitch obviously if you're on twitch emotes are a huge part of the the culture of uh you know of twitch chat and yeah it, we just want to kind of go over our thoughts on what a good emote is what things you need to be aware of uh what you know what are the 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 potential pitfalls of getting emotes made so um does anyone want to give us a a kind of a brief rundown on on what you need to be thinking about you you know you just get affiliated right you can have was it three emotes straight off the bat yes uh, yes yep yes right. So what well, what do you do? You? I thought, well, I thought it was, well, it's, it's three. technically five, well, five. Well, three, yeah, five. but five because you tier get the two tier two and tier three. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you start with five if you include the t- tier two and tier three. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I mean, first of all, I, I don't even know where to start. This is a big topic with with emotes. Um, I mean, so my experience with emotes a little bit. I so I had kind of scuffed emotes for a while, for a long time. Until I found somebody who was better at art than me, they could make decent-looking emotes. Um, so the little girl down the street got it. <laughs> I'm the bad at paintings. art. I can't do drawings, <laughs> but like hey, maybe that's maybe that's a, a market I haven't gone into. Like Microsoft Paint emotes, maybe that would be a good thing. <laughs> um, but somebody tell me why are emotes important? Why is it important to have emotes for your channel? That's I mean, a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, well, I think. It means different things to different people. I think that if anyone has is plugged into um, Twitter and, and has been privy to the conversations that took place this last month, emotes were a really big topic of discussion. Um, I think that for some uh, emotes, people look at emotes as a means for uh, advertisement. You know, it is a, a vehicle for representing a channel and for some people, they look at it as, you know, you use emotes in one location or another, and it's uh, a way to rep yourself. For good or for bad, you know, some people have hot takes on, like, you shouldn't use emotes in other people's channels, or, or you know, like, you shouldn't, you should only use emotes for that channel, in that channel, that kind of thing. But put it, pushing all of that to the side, it's just a means to um, show how you want to represent the channel in terms of, like, either how serious or how fun you want to come off as. And at the same time, um, it's going to be a um, point of attraction for people because some people will genuinely sub to a channel because they like the emotes. Um, or if it comes down to, I can support two creators, which one am I going to support? Maybe the person with uh, global emotes that you can use across all of Twitch, across the entire platform, maybe that's the one that's that they're going to go with. Um, it could come down to something as basic as that yeah absolutely so what would uh i mean what were your like first emotes cyber if you can think back what did you go for first i can't even remember i think it was actually text emotes so obviously my community would say certain things in the chat and then i I built an emote based around that it was almost like an extension of the community 
I mean, you know me, I change shit all the time. Mm. So I think one of the biggest pitfalls that uh, an affiliate has is, right, I've made it. I need emotes. I'm going to spend a shitload of money on, on like, commissioning somebody to, to try and represent, like, three to five emotes. And you can guarantee that they're going to change them within a month. Like, I, I feel like an affiliate jumps too quickly and doesn't let them, like, come naturally. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's, again, the, the kind of the point I'm trying to think of. From the perspective of, you know, you've just made affiliate, you have no idea where to start with your emotes, you know? Um, so, for me, I wanted to kind of... It took me a long time to kind of get there, but I wanted it to be an extension of my brand, right? So my emotes are mostly just like a cartoon version of me, the big beard, and like, you know, some in-jokes, right? That's the thing. It's the memes of your community. We have a mint chocolate emote because I hate mint chocolate. You know, we have a whiff emote because for some reason people think I, I, I miss my super and destiny and I'm bad at games. So like we have these emotes, right? So you know do you think it's better to maybe wait till you come up with that perfect thing or you know through just just if you get an idea just throw it at it see what sticks you know what what's your kind of strategy on that you damned if you do damned if you don't really you wait to to do emotes it could potentially be a year down the line and you've got no emotes on your channel or do you take the leap get some done and then potentially change them in a month two months a year or whatever Personally, for me, I think you should always have at least one emote in every single slot and then have, like, a backup idea to kind of work in your head and, and try and figure that out over the, the coming weeks. And then if you feel like the emote that you've got in there is working, leave it. Don't ever change it. Yeah. I mean, I think, so... Um, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think uh, Addy in, in chat has a really good point. They're a solid investment. Like, if you get a really good emote done up front, um, especially if they are, like, on your brand or around a theme, if they, because they're so small and because they're so simple, if you invest the money up front and the time to get it right, you pick uh, the, a theme that works for you, those are things that you, you don't have to worry about fixing and changing, like, constantly. You know, I feel like, a lot of people will go through changes where they start out with their overlays looking like this, and then they go to that, and then they you know make this change or that tweak. Um, not to say that you can't do that with the same frequency with emotes, but if you are not someone who's um, artistically motivated to do it yourself, um, I mean, like, well, like, motivated like is the wrong you, word. Talented. Cyber, you love to tinker. You love to tinker, right? So, like, I know Every that you day. could make a set of emotes and then you could make a, a new set of emotes and then you could make a new set of emotes and you could do that every month. Um, but the thing is, is that, like, for most people, what's going to be within their wheelhouse is maybe to make small tweaks to their overlays, whereas emotes are not going to be a thing that are, are going to be easily changed. And they can be an extremely important investment up front if you're going to spend money on anything. There's so many free overlays, but free emotes, you need your shit to be unique. It needs to stand out. It needs to be original. Um, there are so many easy ways to make emotes. Um, you know, plenty of people will just take a small picture and like crop it down and it'll just be like, um, one of my favorite emotes from a channel is just like, there's a seal, but the seal's just kind of like 
got this dumb look <laughs> on his face and it's like it's just from a meme you know but like that's fine but i mean there's no telling that somebody else won't also take that same idea if you have an original piece that's really gonna make your brand stand out more um so i think they're a good investment yeah i think i think you said the right word original i think if you can try and yeah. find emotes that completely fit your brand you can never go wrong like don't just throw emotes out there and, and expect your community to like them sure so that's uh, i think again if we really boil it down you have to remember that that is one of the benefits that people get for subscribing to you right and obviously you have full control of what benefits you give to your subs versus non-subs but emotes are like a platform level you subscribe you unlock the emotes for that channel obviously there's other ways with channel points things like that but you know i, I still think if you have the option to have at least one or two emotes you should have them rather than have nothing because it gives that that person something back immediately when they subscribe or they're you know if they're gifted a sub they can take part in it they can have their emotes as well and you do see all the classics you know there's like the yeah i i think if you're really struggling you can always go for the the hype or the love emotes or you know anything like that because they're gonna be widely used and you know i i'd like to think i've got like a balance with mine because we've got like our condi love emotes for like maybe if we raid someone we've got like um the the like the sipping tea one like for like you know there's there's a bunch of emotes but then also like i feel like the whiff emote could work in a lot of different like destiny channels that would be sort of relevant the, the the thing i always think of is grog when i like originally when we first met as well there was a lot of um i think it's a sheik's emotes that you would use destiny yes. Fun Police, because they're a bubble and most destiny players are going to recognize what that is immediately right so it works across a lot of destiny channels because it's uh it's destiny related so having it based around a game is also a, a good a good idea um, because it helps people to actually relate and understand that emote um but yeah it's it's obviously is a, a tough question um you know so i i mean i was lucky cyber made emotes for me at first and then since then i've, probably I've shit. no i mean i still have one of this your was, emotes this was years ago i'm still <laughs> using it to this day <laughs> but um you know i went to a designer for the like, most recent ones uh who did a good job uh where else where would you recommend someone's looking if they're trying to get some emotes done i'm gonna recommend fiverr there's so many talented artists on fiverr that can like if you've got a price range between i don't know say 20 bucks and two thousand bucks you'll find somebody that fits within your style and you can get pretty much exactly what you want yeah i i would say too um I did my own emotes, but when I was thinking before I did it, I was actually um, thinking of doing this where uh, I almost reached out to people who whose channels had emotes that I liked and be like, hey, you know, who, what artist did you use? You know, because I mean, the thing is, I ended up doing that for my my um, my alerts mm -hmm. um, where I, I looked at channels where i really appreciated the artwork and you know i i figured out that they all had a common link and then i was like oh well if they're all using the same artist and i really love this guy like this is the person i want to work with and i just need to find out if it's within my means um you could do the same thing with emotes you know if there's a channel that you love you know ask ask the person who does the channel i mean the thing is is that 
uh, some folks might hear that and think like, oh, isn't that like a little like in, uh, too personal a question or something like that? But like, honestly, I don't know why anyone who, who like who wouldn't want to give you that information because you figure if someone asked me, oh, who made this for you? If I love the shit out of it, I'm going to be so eager to tell you because I want to send work back their way. Like I want to I want to make sure that that person not only gets the credit, but also like I want to steer more people towards them because I liked working with them. I don't think it would be a weird question for you to ask of a creator. Hey, you know, um, I noticed that like of your emotes, like, you know, uh, one of these is like an older one. But these new ones, like who did those? They're, they're super hot. Chances are they're not going to care. And if they do, so what? You just ask the question. But um, yeah. that could be a way too. And I feel like Twitter is, I mean, a lot of content creators are on Twitter for various platforms, YouTube, Mixer, Facebook Gaming, Twitch, et cetera. And like all of these platforms usually incorporate emotes in some way. And chances are somebody is out there retweeting somebody's work or retweeting an emote giveaway or you know, you've seen somebody like hype their latest emote and then just take note of the creator and, you know, try and touch base with them, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the thing, uh, I mean, if you remember the the old days when uh, there was just, there was no affiliates, it was just partners. Um, it obviously wasn't really a, a huge thing, but when affiliate got brought in and they allowed people to have emotes, like the whole industry just sort of blew up of, of Twitch art. Um, and there's so many, like, you know, that I could name off the top of my head of people I know that are known for doing great work with, with emotes and stuff. Uh, Twitter is a fantastic place to go. Um, I mean, I, I feel like it was a really easy thing to jump into because so many people are were, were hitting affiliate and were needing artwork done that it was just easy to kind of fill that gap and be like, yep, yeah, I can do that. I can make art. I, I'm useless, right? I couldn't do it to save my life. But there's so many people that are able to, to fill in for that and uh, and take over. I, I think it is important as well to say that, you know, good emotes can can really help your channel grow as well. Um, I mean, who was it? Was it Admiral Baru? Everybody knows his emotes, right? Everybody knows his emotes. The the pandas, super oh, yeah, popular. Yeah. Exactly, right? Exactly. You don't yeah, even I'm necessarily the know, the name know the name off your head, yeah. but you know the emotes because those emotes just blew up. They were so popular and... I, I guarantee you there's people who are subscribed to him that didn't really even watch probably for those emotes because they're I see them in my chat constantly you know they're everywhere because they're damn good emotes um I mean Kibbles will maybe remember there was a he found a channel that had a moth emote and Kibbles started gifting my chat subs to that channel so they could spam moths at me you know <laughs> what like that person with that emote was to be like what is going on here <laughs> you know but that's again it's an emote that you know i don't know if any of those people went and checked out that channel but they might have you know and it's it's pretty it's an important thing i think emotes are really really useful and and relevant i mean do you guys use better twitch tv for any additional emotes on your channels sometimes it depends like every bot that I've got just kind of freaks out if I if I even go anywhere near them. So if you don't know, Better Twitch TV and and Frankerface is uh these are like emote uh well they're extensions that you can add into your browser that give you extra emotes and stuff that work on Twitch. So if you don't have those, you're just gonna see 
people spamming like words the text that yeah. <laughs> doesn't make sense uh... <laughs> but what it's you can do together <laughs> you can you can add extra emotes to your channel that are just available um that then people you know that get you over that limit of having five emotes or, or whatever um so we we i mess around with them a little bit i need to actually go and do more and, and add more stuff in there but that's another cool way you can you can add some more um that's on my to-do list yeah same. i need to write this shit down <laughs> the other thing to to keep in mind is that you can use these in like your discord and stuff as well you know a lot of these emotes can be transferred over and, and used in other places so it's it's a good idea to to kind of keep them up to date um i mean anyone else have any thoughts on like you know branding around games branding around your channel what what would be your your kind of thoughts on that i mean if you have the ability it's it's it'd be great if you can like especially if you're like a multi-game streamer to have emotes that kind of correlate with the different games you play i mean really just emotes that just kind of even finding emotes that just represent you or just represent things you like or maybe even just kind of an aspect of your channel like you know you have your with emote and stuff like that mm -hmm. um <clears throat> but i mean you don't have to like you can get you can spend money and it is a great investment but you also don't have to spend hella money like Take mine, for instance. They were free. I didn't design them. They are bitmojis. I just, I just logged onto Snapchat, found a bunch of bit, bitmojis of me, took a picture. Are you going to say screen... something else? <laughs> no, just uh, took a took a screenshot of an enlarged picture I took. You know, took a picture of myself, blew up the emoji, and then like transferred it over my computer and just cut it out. That's what I did. Easy. And they look like me. I mean, as close as a bitmoji can. Um, they work for now. They're not, I don't know exactly what I have specifically planned for emotes. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of emotes, not necessarily looking like you necessarily. Maybe it's, I mean, that's just maybe for like my channel, I guess, but I, I, I don't know what it is yet. So they work for now. Yeah. Uh, I, guess uh, I like feel what you just said because I, I originally had like all of my emotes looking like me and I don't know it. It frustrated the shit out of me that it didn't look perfect, and it's probably the like the tinkering aspect of of me like changing overlays and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's one of the things that made me go towards the ferrets because I knew for a fact that if I could get them right the first time around, I knew I wouldn't go anywhere near them. Like that's perfect. I can leave that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what well, I. So, so my thoughts so there's to there's no answer. <laughs> my like, initial thoughts. No, this is my dog running downstairs. Uh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So my initial thought, and I guess this is kind of controversial given the the, the drama that was happening with emotes um, last week, but I always wanted to try and strike a balance of have an emote that works with your community. If you've got an in joke, if you've got some sort of um, you know meme that you've created or has happened in your chat specifically have an emote that goes along with that so that it can be used and people can enjoy seeing that happen in the chat but i feel like having a good universal emote that you could use anywhere would also be a great like you know uh, marketing although i don't really think of it that way but like you know having recognizable emotes and you know the idea the dream is to see your own emote in someone else's channel and be like oh holy shit that's so cool and have to have someone i mean i can't tell you the amount of times i see an emote and i'll like i'll hover over it and be like oh that's really cool what channel is that from and you know i can you know it catches your eye 
so i always thought that i was cool now obviously there's the whole issue of is using your own emotes in someone else's chat like i have no issue if someone else spams somebody else's emotes i have no issue if you spam your own emotes in my chat but some people do so it's kind of a tough one um was it dolly that i don't know if he has this emote i don't want to totally ruin his idea if it is him actually but he thought of a very good space in the, the 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 market if you will right where he thought well i haven't seen any emotes like this and this is something that could replace something that's typed in chats quite frequently and he thought here's a good emote that oh yeah okay perfect perfect okay good i'm not ruining it <laughs> so the emote that grog's just put in chat with the like the big like you know those big like gloves is it like a finger yeah 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 big, the, big, yeah and that's like, the we're kind number of, one we're number one well i always thought it's good to replace the you know how people do the little point to when they say like when they see something that they agree with right replace it with that emote fantastic idea because it's just a, a nicer way of getting that message across something that's used in chat already so i think something like that is great because it can be used anywhere and it just helps to sort of i don't know have an emote that is used i mean i've got emotes that i know don't get used as much and i want to swap them out but i just can't think of what to replace them with so it's a, it's a constant kind of back and forward to decide what you want to what you want to do with them um it is also worth noting that uh, i did a bit of research and as our discussion last week about copyright it does also apply to emotes so you got to be careful with that you can i believe you can get dmca'd on a on an emote yes. so oh, okay. if you had like uh <laughs> i don't know if you've got like a character from a game or i guess a um... game probably is not going to it's tough to say right but like if if you have something that's maybe like a character from a movie or a show as an emote in theory yeah it's still subject to copyright so you could you could be uh hit with the dmca for that which is interesting i looked up the um somebody sent me about the tos that kind of covered it i don't know how often this actually happens but it is something to be aware of if you're like maybe paying for emotes or you're spending a lot of time on them something to be aware of is that it, it could be subject to uh uh, copyright yep yeah you can actually um, oh sorry that that popped up when channel points became a thing because you know yep. you can do the custom things for it yeah and i was reading over all the rules for it and they covered that and it's like oh it falls under the same rules as the emotes and like, wait <laughs> huh? you can you can strip it back so let's let's say if somebody steals one of summit 1g's mm -hmm. uh, emotes he can do a dtma on you yeah, DMC, whatever the fucking acronym <laughs> is. YMCA. <laughs> a YMCA. Like, yeah. it, it can go as as far as if I see it and I can find a company that could represent me, I could do uh, a strike on someone's channel if they steal my emotes. Like it, it can go that far. I've so seen it. I, I've seen it happen. I had a, a friend of mine that got an emote made. Um, that was it was made by an artist for him, and it was a kind of a it was a, a video game character for a game that he played a lot so it made sense in the context of his channel and then he just randomly came across somebody using basically the exact same like it was the same emote but with something added to it and i think he did actually direct message them and ask like where they got it and stuff i'm not sure how that ended but yeah somebody basically just took the exact same emote that it couldn't possibly be a, a template because he got an artist to make it um so yeah you got to be careful for that because it's uh it's an important thing well Another thing you need to be careful about is some of these artists. Um, I know one of my old bands back like four or five years ago at this point, we had an album cover made, and it turns out that they ripped most of it from a template and then just mm. added stuff to it. 
I saw the exact yep. same design on a shower curtain on Amazon years later. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Did you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, that's one of the things that you need to think about a lot of these artists. Grog is one of the, the better examples in, in my like opinion where he researched it a lot and he didn't just jump the gun and say, I want you to make emotes for me. He like looked at a lot of the content and, and saw like all the new pieces and then approached them. One of the biggest things that a lot of like cheap artists will do is rip things, change it ever so slightly and throw it out. It will be on a template. So you do need to do your research. Well, you don't, but my biggest advice is do your research on your artist before you even go anywhere near them. Even if it's like over a two hour period where you look through all the, the stuff that they've got, you do your research. Otherwise you may come into one of these strikes in the future. For sure. And it does help to have a read through the TOS and things. I mean, I don't know when the last time any of you guys uploaded an emote was, but they have to be manually approved by Twitch because, you know, they're not... Fucking years. Yeah, they don't want anything up there that could be um, problematic, so they have to check them. And depending on the volume of people uploading emotes, that takes longer. Um, I believe that's why, if I'm not wrong, I believe one of the things with partnership is you can just upload emotes and they're approved immediately. Um, Whereas for affiliates, they have to be checked. So I, I think I waited like three weeks one time and that's a little bit frustrating too because i wanted to swap because i've got tier two and tier three emotes that really don't get used i, I always say people in my channel i think uh for an affiliate sometimes a tier two or tier three sub is not necessarily beneficial because you're just getting one maybe two extra emotes for that and i almost don't want to have emotes in those slots because they it's just they're not getting used except by me <laughs> like but I, I kind of almost want to switch them around every so often so that some more of them fall into the tier one. But then that involves having to remove emotes and re-upload them and then you're going to go two weeks with yeah. no emotes potentially. Oh, yeah, they really need to do something. If you're just, Especially if you're just like taking a tier two or tier uh, three and you're just moving it down. Just like, swapping you it. You should just be able to... You, ju you should just be like, these are your approved emotes. These are the slots you yep. currently have them in. Do you want to move them around? drag and drop all right, right those are now your that that should that's that, how it should be, be super easy yeah. for them to do. well as as dennis mentioned in chat just now uh you can unlock those emotes with channel points too for the tier two so, and three ones i actually did not yeah. know that interesting yeah well that's good i suppose then so then in some ways that it incentivizes also channel points as an idea right you know beyond like the custom ones uh beyond custom channel point redemptions like it um, because that's just a default action for channel points. It gives you incentives so you can, you know, take your tier three and use it for 24 hours. Yeah, I guess that makes sense then. Uh, that does uh, kind of clarify that. Uh, have any of you guys added any custom emotes for anything else? Like for for um, for channel points, for example. So with the so with channel, uh, the interesting thing is. Um, one thing that we didn't mention is that uh, sub badges actually don't need approval. I mean, they, obviously, they're still subject to the same rigors of like terms of service and being above board in terms of like acceptable content as any other emote. You don't have to wait on those. So your sub badges, you just upload and they're just there. Yeah. I think part of the part of the reason why the uh, vetting process is so lengthy and thorough is that for any other kind of emote, it's global and it, it exactly. supersedes just your channel. So now it's affecting the entire platform, which obviously they want to make sure they keep in check. With channel point um, redemption levels, 
you can have your own emote in there. Um, I presume that you have to get it vetted, but there is a series of emotes that Twitch provides um, that yes. are just boilerplate that you can use for your own channel point redemptions um, with, and they go through immediately. Uh, so basically they give you all three sizes. They give you like the, the 112, the uh, 72, the 56, like whatever the, whatever the pixel dimensions are, they give you the three versions of it and then you um, just drop it in and then it's done. Uh, so like I've done that for all of my channel points. So all my custom ones, instead of just like the blank white bubble, it's, um, it is an emote. It's not mine, but it's one it's that Twitch, Twitch made ones. and yeah. it just makes it, makes it little, and you can customize it. Um, and so far as like, they don't have to go with a certain category. You can, you know, one's like a bullseye and one's like a skull and crossbones and one's like a, you know, like a little flag, like you can put those to any channel point thing that you want, um, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the actual amount of customization you can do now is, is quite, it's quite a lot. I mean, I, I think you can have custom bit badges as well now. Yep. yep. Have, yep. have any of you done that? Because I certainly have not. <laughs> kind of. I've got a couple of things in the works, but it, it's hard when you kind of, when you scale everything down, it doesn't look as good as the, like the, the 112 version. Sure. So I'm still kind of messing around with everything. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's interesting. So if you don't know what I mean is it, it, once you, so if you cheer in a channel, you can get a badge to show that you've cheered X amount, right? And they, they scale up the higher cheer amounts they go. Um, but channels can have their own unique badges for that as well so in theory you can have you know a sub badge uh, a bit badge your own emotes all these different things I i've personally felt it was a little bit just too much particularly the bit badges because like they're quite like a universally known thing and i i feel like i don't see custom bit badges very often no i don't know I've if you guys think one channel so far yeah. it's it's a cool like, idea the, yeah it, it is but it, it... It's too daunting to try and have everything, like, your emotes, your bit badges, and your sub badges all kind of link into, uh, into your chat where it doesn't look, in my opinion, stupid. You know, you've got too much going on. And like you say, the, the bit badges that Twitch provides are universal, and they look fine. I, I don't understand why they had to include that. I don't know if people were screaming out for it, but... It doesn't feel like they were. To me, I don't know. No. It's almost like well, it was an easy thing to make and the thought we're going to give you this as well is like a, an add-on. It's yeah. a nice option to have. Uh, I agree with Cyber. I think it's maybe a bit much. It, 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 it opens the door for people to just invest and spend way too much time and money uh, developing another set of emotes that are probably not going to be seen that often. And mm -hmm. at the same time, it kind of spoils the, um, the visual sort of like dictionary of, of of how you read a channel right like yeah. like you know when we think of uh pounds in money you know there is a a a, a literal symbol that goes with that when you think of dollars there's a symbol that goes with that when you think of yen there's a symbol that goes with that with bits there is a whole um vocabulary of symbols that go along with how many bits you cheered you know uh, was it one bit was it a 50 was it a hundred etc etc and like I think that when you start messing with that, I, there's nothing wrong with it, but you you almost need to like invent your own symbology to like go with it, uh, and you know, or or not, 
I mean, or it could just be this disjointed, like, here's a bunch of cool random emotes that I like, and I'm going to give them to, as bit badges. But then it kind of, like, then defeats the purpose of showing, like, someone cheered more bits than someone else. Yeah. I think yeah. that the the language, <clears throat> the visual language that Twitch has in place for the colors and the shapes and the geometry of, like, these bit points is sensible and it works so like why fix it but i mean i do like that i guess they give you the option if you do want to tinker you can it just feels like a rabbit hole that maybe isn't worth diving down but yeah i think for a brand new affiliate it's it's, it's a, a bit scary thought to think that you've got overlays like bit badges emotes sub badges yeah, all that kind of stuff to think about and mm. knowing what some of these artists charge just for basic emotes, and I'm I'm not trying to like dissolve the the hard work and the effort and the talent that these people have, but it's a lot of money once you accrue all of the individual things that you think you need as an affiliate. Yeah, especially you're your, your brand hundreds new of dollars, like just to get started, basically. Yeah, it's it's very daunting. I'm I'm kind of one of the lucky ones that like a lot of us can use Photoshop and and just come something out that looks pretty decent. It, it's a scary thought being an affiliate in this world. Yeah, and I feel like there is a, a a thought of you know oh I need to have this stuff immediately. Yeah, that's what I don't really like about the bit badges. I do appreciate that it is a nice to have. If I want to change it, I can change it. But it's it's a scary thought. I don't see myself ever adding bit, but custom bit badges. No. Honestly, I don't no. I don't see it. I think I, I like the the ones that they've got. Yeah, like, I, I like the the language good. of of you know the different colors and the different shapes. I, I like it as it is, and I don't I don't feel the need to to do it. I would Play say with Diablo gems because it, it follows the same little evolution of. Because then yeah. also everyone knows what it is too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. you just you have and that won't break copyright kibbles. badge and they're like oh, what's that what's that what what that person do why why did they get that badge when if you have you know twitch's bit badge you're like oh i know exactly what that guy did. yeah exactly right. you're yeah. not having to hover over can, it to be like what does this badge mean yeah they can just be varying levels of excitement of your face close up so. <laughs> i like it it's not working kibbles oh there we go <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Go. Uh, we're gonna have to go through the stream frame by frame and take those and use them. I've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think honestly, you're you're when you get affiliated, you should be looking at some some emotes, just something, and I think sub badges as well. Because as much as this sort of the the default sub badge is the little purple star, right? I just think people are now used to seeing custom sub badges in each channel. I think that's a that's a kind of an overwhelming. I I can't tell you the last time I was in an affiliate stream and they they had the the default sub badges. Not that there's anything wrong with it as well. People still know that that means sub, and they've obviously added in the founder badges now. Yep. Which is sometimes that that's is the first thing. yeah. Sometimes it's weird when I go into a channel and I'm like, oh shit, did my sub run out? And then I'm like, oh no, wait, I just I'm, it's a different badge. That's all. It just it's yeah. it's weird. But I think like those are the more important ones um and i don't think there's any huge rush the other thing to to make aware of and you kind of touched on earlier is that you do have to remember that these are going to be shrunk down and something that's overly detailed can end up looking not very good when it's shrunk down it might look great when you're looking at it full screen on your monitor but when it goes down to uh to being in a twitch chat sometimes simple is is better i think i've had i've definitely fallen yeah, into absolutely. that 
trap before where something shrunk down and it looks so small you can't even make it out <laughs> you know um yeah, on the uh <laughs> i was gonna make that joke <laughs> i think that's one of the good things to thank you thank you yeah, one one of the the good things to promote these these artists, they know what looks like good shrunk down, and if if you are looking at getting emotes and, and paying like your hard earned money on getting emotes done, go to go to one of these these artists because some of the the things that I've done it looks amazing, and then when you shrink it down, it looks shit. Mm -hmm. And you look at some of these other artists' emotes, and you go. Uh, I mean, I've done better, and then when it's shrunk down, it looks ten times better than anything that you could have done yourself, and it's just, it's insane some of the talent that these, these emo artists have actually got. For for me, um, I think that I think that uh, sub-badges must be, and, and I, I don't think there's a lot of musts in, in terms of how people do their um, you know, how they, how they do their content creation, how they want to uh, demonstrate themselves to the world, but I do think it is a must of mine that a sub badge should be a personal uh, reference point to your channel. It should be either your logo, it should be part of your brand, it should be integral to what you represent and what you are for your channel. I think the sub badge for me needs to be that because that is the whole point. If you um, throw in like a baby Yoda meme, as your sub badge, uh, because that's what's hot right now, and change it later. I mean, sure, I guess you can, but that's just weird. It's like confusing. It, yeah, it is. It is confusing. I feel like your your sub badge is perhaps your most important one because that is the bedrock of all of your emotes, and it's not going to be an emote proper. And in fact, the 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 um, size of sub badges is actually even smaller than that of. Uh, the regular emotes yeah um so if you got to get one thing right at such a small small scale it really should be that one um but beyond that what i looked to when working on my own emotes was i i spent a lot of time trying to think about what i enjoyed using a lot in other people's channels the kinds of emotes i enjoy a lot of the ones that i enjoy tend to be kind of all-purpose um you know like the one that we pointed out for dolly with the the foam finger pointing up you know kind of to like react to the comment above yours that one is amazing and i he told me from the start that's what he wanted to do because he wanted an all-purpose all-accessible emote i think that's great i think for me though i wanted i looked at the at streamers whose emotes were effective and some of them did two things one of them they had a mascot they had some sort of recurring character that was present throughout. And for me, I thought that was really neat. Like, I think Glad is a good example of that. Yes. Um, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect example. He's a, he a perfect example of having a mascot, I think. Yep. Uh, T-Rex is a really good one for, like, um, emotes of himself. Um, I think there's plenty of uh, creators that you could look to that have either used themselves or used a, uh, 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 like, a figurehead uh, as a concurrent theme to just run through all their emotes. The other thing, the second thing, and actually some of these just got posted in chat, are the um, sort of emotes you see everywhere where, like, there's a lot of sip emotes. You know, there's a lot of lurk emotes. There's a lot of snug, like, wrapped in a blanket emotes. Um, there's definitely a uh, sort of, like, 
common language amongst Twitch viewers and Twitch streamers where like you see themes get recycled um, and they just start becoming shorthand for a mood or a feeling. And then the, and what people will do is they'll then personalize uh, an emote around that theme to make it theirs. So like, for example, a wizard in chat used um, Snug Samurai, who's a, a streamer who got his emotes done by Young Khan. Um, his is him, the streamer, in wrapped up in a blanket. And Condi before that posted um, another one for Fitzy that is basically almost the same emote. It's different, different colors, different like sort of value to it. But again, it's the same aesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, and Condi also used a bunch of sip emotes, you know, sipping from a cup of coffee or sipping from, you know, tea or, you know, like uh, drinking from a juice box. All of those things are really common as well as Bubbles just used some that where it's multiple emotes strung together form a word, you know, unfortunate or, you know, wonderful. I've seen things like that. So if you have emote slots to burn, usually you're probably a partner at that point, but um, some people have emotes that get strung together to form pictures. Um, all of that stuff is pretty common, but it's different people putting their own spin on it and making it theirs. So they're taking that theme, that common theme and then uh, tweaking it. And I think that, that is successful. So for me, it was like, I want a mascot and I want to do some riffs on some common ones. So like I have a lurk emote that I worked on that isn't available yet because I don't have the slot for it. But when I do, it's going in there and it's like a little, little it's a little pumpkin peeking around a corner. Yeah. Um, but there's like all these, all these emotes that are lurk emotes like that or where it's someone peeking over like a ledge. Um, I think those are good places to start if you're like stuck for ideas because, you know, it's like they're tried and true, you know? Yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to uh, be surprised. It's not like a... That's a... You can guarantee that those will get used, right? Because yeah. that's... It's just... The thing is, people want to show off their emotes, right? And I don't necessarily mean like, I want to show off my emotes that I have in my channel. I mean, that I want to show off emotes of people I'm subscribed to. You know, like I... Again, like the Fitz one. Fitz is a, a streamer I'm a big fan of. And I want to show off his emotes. I think they're cool, right? And, uh, you know, other streamers that I watch and I enjoy, I want to, to use their emotes. So give people emotes that they want to use. Ask your chat if you're confused as well. If you don't know, ask them. Again, I'm in the process of changing a couple of mine based on what I can see isn't being used as often and what emotes I think people maybe want. And, you know, I was able to talk to my community and get an idea of what they would like to see. And, you know, it's as easy as throwing, oh, what do you think about one of you know, a dab emote and, you know, see how people react to it. It's that's, it's that simple sometimes. So it's, uh, it's definitely something that's important, but at the same time, you know, if you have the option to make your own or to get emotes for free or, or cheap, have something there in the meantime, and then, you know, put some thought into it after to come up with something that's really, really kind of special because you should love your your emotes you know at the day that the artist sent over my emotes i was so happy and so excited to get them uploaded you know because i couldn't wait to show people them um and i think that's kind of how it should be for the yep. most part uh, be happy and proud of it exactly exactly you wanted to represent and show off your channel in, in, a, in a good way um do we have any other thoughts on emotes or do we want to move on to the the other topic like this kind of said everything that needs to be said well 
somewhat. <laughs> well, I mean, it's always something we can come back to again. You know, as we can, we've kind of said, Twitch is always updating the things that you can customize and, and add. So it's always something we can come back to. Uh, again, I just want to maybe say, if I didn't say it already, if you're watching in the, the live stream, feel free to ask us questions. Uh, we do try and get to them during the discussions as we go through. Just make sure to at one of us or at the podcast and we'll uh, we will try and uh, react and, and discuss it. Uh, the other topic I wanted to talk about today was uh, chatbots, which is something that almost every streamer has. It's something that I would argue is, is needed in a lot of uh, channels, but it is something I've also seen a lot of people get wrong. So maybe we could start off by just briefly going around and we can each say which bot we mainly use or bots. So for example, I, I mainly use Nightbot and Moobot in my channel. I use a Streamlabs chatbot. Same. Oh, Ankbot. <laughs> uh, I use Nightbot and for like ninety percent of it, and then um, I do use the Stream Elements bot for some of it, mostly just for like automatic notifications. Like, so if uh, there's a there's new follow, new sub, if I've gone live or I'm being raided, that basically kind of like those four key events. Um, I've Stream Elements doing that because I just like the way I can customize the reaction to yep. the event happening. Um, otherwise I have Nightbot for like all of my like shortcut commands where it's like exclamation point, uh, you know, info, you know, or whatever it is, Nightbot handles most of that. And like the automated reminders of like, Hey, have you checked out the discord? Like those kinds of things just all go through Nightbot. Yeah. And what about yourself, Humps? Uh, same thing as Grog, same percentage as well. Honestly, same thing. Nightbot, <laughs> yeah. stream elements. It's all... Like I said, ninety percent Nightbot for everything, and then I have Stream Elements for like the actual like notification, notification type things, like alerts, uh, almost in the yeah, chat. alerts and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, but just for like ex like I said, exclamations and stuff. Uh, Nightbot, I use it. I, I probably I underutilize the bots for sure. It's not a bad thing. I think it's better to underuse them than overuse them. Yep. The sure. amount of times that I've went into people's channels and the chat bot is almost saying something every second or third yeah. sentence, I feel like that's that's when you've hit your limit. That's when you should yeah. like tailor it down a little bit. So okay, so let's dive into that a little bit more. So, um, so mine is is kind of varied. So I have Moobot, which does things like when someone new follows, it will post a little thing in chat saying, "Hey, thank you for the follow. Here's a link to the Discord if you want to join." um similar things like you know we have moobot and nightbot set up for i mean honestly i kind of want to move away from both of those and switch over to just one bot in the podcast channel here we use stream elements which seems to be really good from what i've my experience of it it seems to do everything i want it to do and yeah, that's what i've switched to 100 percent. yeah the only reason i've not switched over yet is because i've got three years worth of stuff built into these other bots that is going to take a, a full day of moving everything to to the stream elements bot yep. but um you'll, you'll be surprised because a lot of them have an export feature right okay for moving commands over and stuff yep i'll maybe have so to have I, a look I, into it yeah Wish my, my advice <laughs> my advice is like, like i spent three weeks <laughs> <laughs> like typing them all out I'm like, mm. yeah <laughs> um, I, I would seriously suggest like invest in a lot of time and seeing if that bot does have an export feature because it saves you so much so much time yeah okay so yeah i mean let's first of all just just dive in like what is a chat bot and why should you have at least one in your channel 
moderation. I think that's that's probably one of the key points. You can set that that chatbot up to do a lot of things that you can't do while you are streaming. One of them being like notifications and like the the simple stuff like timers saying, by the way, I've got a Twitter. Please go and follow this. But there's a lot of things that are 100% unexpected and that's trolls coming into your channel and saying things that you don't really want to do or um, posting links that you don't really want in your chat and, and for me it's a necessity because it can instantly remove those those messages. Moderation is, is key when it comes to, to bots. Okay. So, I mean, I, here's one of the things that, because you got to be careful with it. Nightbot, for example, I've seen this happen a lot. Nightbot starts off very aggressive with the moderation. As in, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever raided someone that's maybe a bit newer. They've just got Nightbot. They haven't really done much with it. You start spamming your emotes, Nightbot times everyone out. You know, yes. <laughs> because it sees it as spam. It doesn't want you doing any of that, you know, anything. So it just will start timing people out. Um, but having bots is is useful for that kind of thing for for getting rid of you know things you don't necessarily want in chat you can sort of blacklist words and things although i think twitch has quite a lot of that built in already through uh, auto mod um one of the biggest things for me is is the the ability to show and to to prompt people in chat that hey i also have a twitter the, the link is right here hey i also make videos on youtube the link is right here because again there'll be a lot of times i'm watching a stream and it'll pop up with a link to the youtube video and i'm like oh yeah i'll just i'll watch that click it subscribe whatever it helps to show the other content that you make if you do make other content on on other platforms so uh and you can have these on timers so like on for Mubot, which is my one i have it on a bunch of timers to to advertise like the youtube channel or we have a command set up for the podcast in my channel that links the spotify and the youtube and the twitch channel and all that stuff which is very good because it saves me constantly typing it and putting it in the chat. I can just do a small command. I even have it on my stream deck, so I can just hit a button and the bot will post the links that I want in the chat. Um, very important thing. Um, now with links, this is the part where I'm confused because I've been having a lot of issues with it. I tried to set up Nightbot to take links out of chat because sometimes links obviously you got to be careful. I don't know if you guys have seen all the bots going around. I know some of you definitely have the, do you want to be, be famous? famous? <laughs> those bots, right? So when I blacklisted links and just said no links, it would just time out those bots immediately. But what kept happening was people would come into my stream. Maybe they're a new viewer and maybe they found something. This literally happened to me a couple of weeks ago <laughs> where somebody came in, they were new, something happened on the stream. They must've thought, oh, that was funny. And they clipped it. And they just post it in chat. First time they've ever typed in chat, they post a link. Immediately they get timed out, right? Because the bot was just like, no. Now I didn't see it. I just saw that person's timed out. Immediately I just assumed, well, that's one of those bots. So I don't need to worry about it. But obviously for that viewer, that's a bad experience. They're not coming back. They're, that was they're, my they're experience gone. to your channel. First time I showed up. <laughs> I think for for a while, I, I, I definitely had clip stuff. And for a while I was getting blacklisted like for five like it was like one minute and then three minutes and then Connie's like i don't know what's happening i don't know why you're getting timed out i'm so sorry the, i was just like it's fine the problem i have with it is that nightbot has a section to whitelist certain links so i doesn't tried, work consistently it doesn't work at all <laughs> yeah i've Not tried every 
you need to try a new chatbot. I'm going to, yes. Of, like, the, <laughs> the one that... a big reason I switched off Nightbot. <laughs> yep. One, one of the, the advantages of uh, the, the Streamlabs chatbot is you can actually set a certain amount of either time or if somebody falls and they, their designation turns from being like nothing to irregular and then you could then set your uh, like if they post a link and they're irregular then it doesn't time them out immediately but if somebody randomly comes in your channel posts a link they're not following nothing then they will get timed out it, it's what, like a nice level of moderation what I've done and you need to keep up with it every couple of weeks because they do change the like URLs for these spam bots but mm -hmm. I just go put that as a non-permitted term yep. mm. and then it just gets automatically timed out <laughs> uh, but one of the reasons why I switched weeks, you gotta put a new one in there <laughs> one of the reasons why I switched to uh, stream elements um, is not entirely I love Nightbot for its it's it's on the fly customization and and how robust I can make custom commands and also set up like uh, uh, like scripts on it. The thing that I liked about stream elements was and, and got me into it was the whole link issue. And so right now, um, like people have already said, I, I use stream elements for getting the alert notifications for like follows, subs, donos, that kind of thing. But I really did it for the links. And what I do now is Nightbot doesn't moderate the links. I had in Nightbot, I did set up a command for exclamation point links and if someone types that it just gives a list of all of the domains that i have whitelisted so it's the whole domain plus any uh sub url from it so like youtube is whitelisted um certain reddits certain subreddits i've whitelisted like destiny related stuff um there's just like uh instagram i've whitelisted tiktok i've whitelisted like things that are already doing their own moderation like twitter is yep. whitelisted i'm not worried about whatever is going to get linked there because that responsibility then is really on the other platform and i know these platforms to do a pretty good job moderating yeah so i i have that and then what happens is when someone tries to type a link that is not already permitted you know just says oh sorry you know not all links are permitted here if you want to see which links are permitted please type this and please type exclamation point links and what that does is it's basically stream elements saying hey the one chatbot is kicking in like you can't type that i've removed the link here's a warning but also here's a list of what's acceptable um and then it's funny because the the prompt that it gives you is that will actually trigger nightbot so it's one chatbot telling you hey you did something wrong this chatbot's actually doing the moderation and it's saying hey if you type this other command in this other bot will tell you like the appropriate things that have been approved mm -hmm. um they they can work together you just kind of have to like think about do you want two bots is it is it even worth it or um you know if you do have two bots you can make them work in tandem you just got to be creative in the application of like the commands you use and and how one responds to the other for sure it's definitely something I want to switch over with. Like I, originally, the reason I liked Moobot so much was it had so many other features built in. Um, you know, a lot of these bots have like games that you can play in chat, like roulette or I Moobot. I used to run all my song requests through that bot. Um, but before I moved to all copyright free, safe <laughs> music, uh, it was all done through Moobot. But even then, the issue I was having where sometimes you would get trolls that would request YouTube 
because it all ran through Bad youtube songs. links yeah yeah right and you'd have to deal with that and then i even Mubot used to let me do raffles in my chat and stuff like that like it was it was a good bot that just covered everything um but as i say now it is mostly just the chat notifications for things and commands so i definitely desperately need to move away from it um my issue with the whitelisting links i just gave up um and i i just turned it off completely so links are now permitted in my chat and i just manually will remove stuff i'm not happy with um but i did it worried me when i had people coming in and trying to post clips and immediately getting timed out because it's not nice being timed out in a channel when you've done nothing wrong like I, i've i've it's happened to me as well where i've typed something and it's the bots timed me out or whatever and it's like oh like I've, have i done something wrong like no you've not it's just the the bots need to you need to spend a bit of time getting them right because they can they can sometimes uh hurt you rather than help you um but if you have a bot running well it's uh, a very very useful thing to have uh, is there anything else that you guys have done with your bots that have maybe been a bit more unique or or helpful <laughs> i, mean, I had when i initially i had a couple like coded ones so where like you know like the eight ball whatever asks you the question through the eight ball gives you kind of you know random uh questions or the i may or may not have a exclamation pp size one you know <laughs> where it just kind of shits out a random mm-hmm. length <laughs> 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 um but i mean no one uses it because i mean i don't know i just put that on there like when i first made the channel but i mean yeah you can i mean you can that's the thing because it's all like um i think it's java based so i mean you can like yep. get into it and like make like if you're good at coding or you can just look something you can find a bunch of i just found that stuff on like reddit or whatever just copy pasted the code into the into nightbot yeah so i mean it can get real in depth some people one one thing that some people i've seen do a lot is like hug you know or like you know um you can do like x i mean and there's different ways to set it up shout outs i think are probably the one coded uh bit of chat bot usage that like almost every streamer probably uses uh, anyone that has at least set up a bot should probably invest in having a shout out command if they don't have one already um and for anyone who doesn't know what a shout out command is basically the syntax might be different in terms of how you execute it um but generally it's an exclamation point or some other punctuation followed by a code word and then you type in handle for a person that rated you or maybe a person you're gaming with or maybe a person that you just just want to hype up uh and it's an opportunity to um pull information through twitch's api to find out you know what they were playing it will it can pre-fill um a, a url uh that will direct you to their channel so for example if i get a raid from uh humps like i can do exclamation point so sir humps and what will come through on the other end is you know, hey, uh, please, you know, and I and I've customized the language of it, but it'll be like, please, sh- you know, show some love and support to our our uh, Alberti Humps. Um, he was last seen playing blank. Now I don't have to type what he was last seen playing, or I don't have to type the link for his channel. I literally have to type his name, and through the API, it'll just grab all the information that's pertinent yep. uh, based on criteria that was set up in the command um, through the bot. So the bot, you know, I will put in my the greeting. I will put in you know, they were last seen, you know, and then there's other little bits of scripting that just will grab the rest for you and just fill in the blank. That kind of stuff can be amazing. Um, I think 
in the non shout out variety though hugs i've i've seen people use like you do exclamation point hug yeah and then and then it would be like you know so and so has slapped so and so and night and either nightbot or stream elements or whatever will like auto populate the the chat with you know almost like a, a third person narrator like describing a scene um you can you can do that kind of stuff too for lulls i've done a quote system so anytime something funny is said in the in the chat or in the stream one of my mods will go through and put it as a quote so you can do like exclamation point quote yeah spit out something random like oh i'd fuck the shit out of that robot and it's like where was i was there for that day i remember (laughs) that that was like the kfc dating game or something wasn't it yes it could have been one of those it was i'm sure i was there it was the colonel sanders thing yeah 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 um <laughs> you can do a lot of fun stuff with bots like you can do a lot of creative stuff with bots like obviously condi you know what like i'm currently working on just now there's yes certain features that can allow you to get really really creative with your chat and stream there's, there's not a lot of bots that directly allow your chat to influence your stream but there is one that i have found recently that i'm kind of trying to work out and it's insane Mm. absolutely insane yeah i mean you can use it to also just help build you know build community build your 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 brand i mean little things little things that you don't think of stuff that i don't want to remember you know what's my battle.net id what's my steam id i just have a little command you know and it's so easy for somebody that oh somebody in chat wants to play what's your id exclamation point steam it's there i don't have to remember it it's just there you can send me a friend request it's easy right um you know a lot of destiny streamers will have commands for well what's that gun you're using bam i mean there's extensions now that show it as well but you can have a command to be this is the gun this is the role this is what i'm doing all these different things you have an amazing clip that you think okay this is great this is a a 10 second uh clip that really sums up my channel you can have a bot program to pop that in the chat whenever you do a certain command so many useful useful things i mean one of the things frequent that, questions that people ask all the time you exactly yes put into a night your 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 computer or your tech specs oh yeah that's, streaming that's, always, specs. that's always a big question like oh what are your specs what's your uh, dpi what you know what's your <laughs> sense and so if, like, if there yeah if there's any any anything that you think you will be asked on a more than one time basis that could be a recurring question in chat um, from, you know, your uptime to, you know, I mean, some, there's extensions with various APIs where you can link into if you're listening to music, you know, uh, be it, say, Pretzel or Spotify or whatever it may be, like, you can add the press of a button, somebody can find out what track that is. If you don't have time to check yourself, you can just say, oh, type exclamation point blank in chat, and it'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have hype emotes, uh, or like a hype message, you know, either when you do really well, um, there's also emotes that aren't just going to be for you in terms of being like to sh- to save you time. So like Connie might say, oh, yeah, uh, join me on Battle.net. Um, type, you know, exclamation point Bnet to like get my code. And you can join me. Um, that's kind of like on him to remember to tell the user. But then there's also some channel prompts that like are almost universal. A lot of people have, you know, like a hype emote or a sub hype emote and you see these as trends so people will do exclamation point sub hype in a chat they've may- maybe never been there before but if they want to be encouraging you know you can type that and if depending on how much forethought the streamer put into it you know they can execute emotes without actually having to know that they're there mm-hmm. um 
and that happens all the time. Uh, and it's also it gives some latitude for the viewer to also have some agency in the channel. Uh, and you can set cooldowns for these as well, which I don't think we mentioned is that a lot of these you can have a threshold for it can't be redeemed more than X number of times in X number of seconds. So it yep. can't be spammed. Um, and that is also set set limiters for these things because if you don't want people to be spamming hype like 40 times in 40 seconds. Yeah. Um, or maybe you do. I mean, maybe maybe you do and you don't care. Each but, um, That's the point, yeah. yeah. You, you, you've molded to your channel. Uh, so Britt in chat has asked, what about things on timers to remind people to like drop a follow, things like that, right? So uh, again, I, I, speaking from my experience, I use Moobot for this and I have a short little thing saying, if you're joining the stream, don't forget to follow, right? Which... I do think is important because it's very easy to forget, particularly if you're like in discords where somebody sees your name in discord and clicks on your link a lot. I've had people that I've been watching that I forgot to follow because I just yeah. come to their link through Twitter or discord and I just see them live there rather than go to my, cause I very rarely go to my follow page on Twitch cause there's so many people there. I'll see them on discord or I'll see them on Twitter and I'll pop in. So it's easy to forget. So I, I think as long as you've got commands like that, make sure the timers aren't too um aggressive mine maybe could be toned down a little bit because i do see sometimes they get they post a lot but like with move up for example you can set it to uh it has to be x amount of minutes and also x amount of lines in chat between yeah. messages so you could say well i wanted to post every 25 minutes but say you've got no one in your chat you don't want the bot to just be posting every 25 minutes because then you've just got multiple of the same thing in chat over and over again um, you can set it, well, I want it to be 25 minutes, but if those 25 minutes pass and there hasn't been a minimum of like 10 other comments in chat, it won't post until you get those 10. So then that way it doesn't, it's not intrusive. It's not taking over the chat, but it's still just posting those little reminders. I've got one for YouTube on a timer and I've got one for just like follow the channel because I want people to go and see the YouTube side of things. And I also want to just give people that reminder every so often that, yay, click the heart, you know? Uh, so I think that's a good thing. Do any of you guys do similar stuff? Like you have commands on timers? The only one yeah. I have is, uh, I think the only one I have on a timer is the, like just like a, a water, drink water or, or <laughs> hydrate. 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 I, just, I think it just says hydrate. I mean, let's be honest, mine's never water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, that's even kind of, it's even kind of a little wonky because like it's, I, I need to go back and I, because like I was, I like delved into like the bots when I first kind of started, but like I haven't been back in a while because I was like, ah, it's working. Same. But I need yeah. to like kind of revisit some things because like the spe specifically the hydrate one, like it's just on top on the top of the hour, every hour. So I could start my stream half till you know five minutes till the top of the hour, and then at the top of the hour, it's like you've been streaming an hour. You should hydrate, yo. And like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't. Nightbot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm in the same position. I need to go back and, and revisit them. Um, but I think, yeah, as long as you're you're careful, because I have seen streams with maybe less chat interaction happening where there is just a bot just constantly posting in the chat. And even if you've got a good timer on it, you know, I've been there as well. I definitely was like that. And it took a while to get that timer right and to work out what's too much. The thing is with mine as well is that like, you know, maybe I've got like a Twitter command and I've got a Discord command and those things. But, like the YouTube one, like I, I like to post and tell people about my YouTube a lot. So I've got a button on the stream deck that 
starts the command but sometimes what will happen is i'll hit the button the bot will post the youtube thing and then the timer will kick in immediately after and it posts it again <laughs> and i get that quite often where it, it doubles up so it's just kind of working out those little kinks with it here and there to, to get it exactly how you want uh, but i don't think it's a bad thing i think those uh, those timer yeah. bots and, are very useful and if you do have multiple things set up like twitter youtube and all that make sure that you're setting them far apart from each other as well so it's not just every hour there's a wall of yes yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely because i've got mine set for like 35 minutes and then 45 and then this one's on the 55 and then just kind of trickle in spreads them out yeah yeah. um in addition to all of that um which i do the same uh i think it's also helpful to have a or maybe work into like if you have a semi-frequent prompt that shows up every half hour or every so many lines of text you know um throw in perhaps a reference to a command that has just a list of all your other commands like so i have exclamation point help um you know, like I have my, you know, thanks for checking out the channel. If you have any questions, let me know. Or, you know, if you're looking for other commands, type exclamation point help. And that shows up every so often. And when people do dive into it, they realize like how much thought I've put into these commands. Like I have a exclamation point, what exclamation point, like, you know, like what's the channel about? Like, uh, who am I, you know, like, uh, anything you want them to know, people won't know what the command is. Uh, unless you give them access to it. So um, even just having a command that can be a reference point for other commands so that people can, and you can break them into categories too. Mm -hmm. Like uh, if you type exclamation point help in mine, um, there's, it'll show you like exclamation point channel, exclamation point tools. Channel will give you a series of prompts that all will be related to who, what, when, where, why, how, like what about me and pertaining to the channel, what games am I playing? And then uh, tools is just like the uptime and, you know, uh, like follower period and like all of that stuff, more of the nuts and bolts of like um, sort of accessory tools that aren't specific to the channel, but are part of the whole process. Um, having those kinds of reminders in there can be nice because you can nest them all within one another. Um, and it can all start with just a single command uh, that, that just gives them an opportunity to then see a list of other commands that they could explore. Yeah, and uh, the the thing is as well is if you if you've got a bot set up correctly, it can help you with a lot of stuff that you want to do with your channel. I mean, people will do a lot of commands for raffles. Like the, how I kind of started on Twitch was doing Trials of Osiris help with people, and we would have a raffle to try and make it fair so that you know, okay, we're gonna bring another person in. Everyone type raffle. The raffle picks somebody randomly, and they get to play. Right? It, it's it's a fair way of doing it. Um, what i do now and this all started i did a stream where we were doing 1v1s against people in chat and i thought before that stream i was like okay how can i set this up what would be a good system a good system would be to have a queue that's all managed through a bot so i had commands set up to open up a queue so i can just type exclamation point open or whatever and it opens a queue then people type exclamation point join they get put into a queue in order and the bot keeps that in track i can close it with a command so it saves it and then once I was done with a one v one, type exclamation point next, and it brings up the next person. It'll tag them in chat. Say this person's next in the queue, and that way you've got people lined up. And it's a command that I've used a few times since, but I set it up specifically for that stream, and it's ended up being quite useful for anything where people are take, sort of taking turns to jump in in your chat. You can have a queue, uh, and 
without that i mean i would have to i guess like write down like who <laughs> you know in what order is everybody waiting to go and it keeps people you know <laughs> it keeps people like motivated in a way to go like okay well i know i'm next in the queue so i'll maybe hang around and and jump in uh, it's it's interesting to to kind of use bots in that way um so while they can be you know negative i mean just for fun right can you think of anything that you've maybe seen somebody set up a bot that was not so good like to, so for an example i once opened up a stream and the bot immediately called me out without me typing anything in chat oh, i joined God. the stream yeah. and the bot went welcome condy fly to the stream make sure you follow and i was like i've only That's been here two seconds and i didn't i didn't type anything in chat <laughs> like it's stuff like that you know the bot is just immediately calling lurkers you know have you seen anything similar maybe or anything like that you think is maybe not a good idea i haven't seen that on twitch i i sold that on mixer a lot it used to whisper you constantly as soon as you came in the chat like oh make sure you interact with the chat we've got these amazing yeah. things we've got a giveaway blah 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 and it's like it's one of the most off-putting things ever um but one of the biggest issues that i see with um primarily new streamers is having the timeless set wrong which we've kind of already covered mm. making sure that the the timeless don't spam constantly and it, it's just off-putting to see you know it, it, it almost if you can spend the time to learn the the actual bot that you've got it it shows a level of like professionalism and it, it makes me want to stick around like if i see someone's bot doing what it should be doing i'm like this guy put like a decent amount of time and effort to make his stream right let's let's keep watching and then that potentially leads into a follow potentially leads into a sub i think it, it's one of the key things not to have your chat just filled with, bots. with random yeah yeah. I think uh so I mean obviously the 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 over over uh kind of um over chatting of bots uh I I also I, I and I know I'm guilty of this is having multiple bots is a problem that I again I need to fix because it's just like Hump said I set it up when I started streaming and I haven't touched it since pretty much um I mean I can't even tell you the last time I manually went in and added a command because mods will be able to do that through the chat as well but like sometimes you can have a command that triggers multiple bots and it's a nightmare <laughs> like, i hate that yeah. in my own chat and i need to fix that um but i mean bots the, i think the thing to remember is that bots can be too aggressive with moderation and you don't need it especially if you're new a lot of time you can moderate your own chat and having a bot there to you know as, as somebody was saying in chat earlier and as i was saying to time out people that maybe put the same emote three times in a row for spamming that's i don't think that's needed personally i mean you run your channel the way you want to run it but i think often less is more with the bots start off very basic and build it up over time um yeah i i personally don't see there being an issue with having two bots or multiple bots because sometimes the features that you have on on those two bots aren't compiled into one so you know i i would I genuinely wouldn't see that as like you doing yourself a disservice because you've got multiple bots because the bot that I've got just now can't do what I needed to do and I've I've employed like another bot to try and and do that so I can like understand like understand the the frustrations um but the the 
like to touch on what you were talking about with moderation it, it's set to the highest point like as a default you need to spend that time and go into it and like understand how you want your community to be moderated because it will if, if you say the wrong thing instantly if it's on the default setting you will get timed out like mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter what bot it is but it's set up that way so that you physically need to go in there and, and take that that care and attention to kind of tailor it down a little bit yeah i think a lot to be said like you know obviously it's very important that you as the streamer understand your your bot what the commands are going to do what the bot's going to react to i mean i can't tell you that it's so frustrating this whole issue i had with trying to whitelist links every time i did it and i thought it was working and then i go live and it times someone out for something i don't want it's the most frustrating thing especially when you're you're live i think there's a lot to be said as well but also communicating that with any moderators that you do have in your channel you know if you've got a new command it's worth maybe just letting them know it's worth letting them say well like you know okay if somebody's asking a question um you know oh hey do you have a youtube channel instead of the mods having to go oh yeah you can find it da -da 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 -da, which is great it's handy for them to also know oh, i can just do this command and the bot will just do the rest of the work for me so i, I think it's important that they kind of you work together with your mods to create your commands with your bots and and see and sometimes again like you say your mods or your chat or your community can tell you what they want and what they don't want and you can you can kind of build it around that way i'm so sorry chat right now is is it's horribly unruly and i we've lost yeah. control we've officially lost, we've lost control, control. <laughs> alt, alt, alt f4 just broke me because i was like what does that even mean <laughs> uh for those listening at home uh chat has been talking about key mapping as a means for sexual metaphors and it just got really funny <laughs> yeah as ginger says perfect example here where the mods are the most out of control uh, <laughs> yeah, we need some bots in here to deal with these mods <laughs> um I mean, I think that more or less covers my thoughts on it for now, unless we've got anything else on bots. Yeah, I, I, I would say just there's, there's lots out there. Try to use one that has been vetted. Um, there might be bots that claim, you know, like, oh, I've got this new feature, that feature. There's, there is a reason why you see big names like Nightbot, like Moodbot, like um, Stream Elements, because they're they're trusted and they're tried and true just be aware that when you um make a bot part of your channel often it requires you to log in through your twitch account and authorize that bot to allow certain access to your twitch page you go to like sort of a, a terms of service login thing it's just like warning you like hey when you allow this bot you're allowing it access to all of this stuff um, just be mindful, you know, there's, there's plenty of like amazing, incredible independent developers out there that are creating stuff, you know, pro bono for free. Um, and they're doing it because they want to practice or they, they, they're, they're looking to help the community. Um, just make sure that you're using one that you trust because, you know, like with anything, um, don't install something that's going to have access to your channel that, that shouldn't. Um, and I think probably before you branch out with something that's maybe smaller and independent and experimental, start with something that's a little, um, you know, prescriptive and, and something that's been around for a bit, you know, cause you can at least rely on, on the quality of the service that you're going to get. Yeah. So I'm just seeing a question in chat as well. Somebody asks, is it possible to get flagged for using too many bots or is that only for follow and view bots? So 
I think, yeah, it's clear that we make that distinction between, um, I guess, what could be seen as good bots and bad bots. So, like, what we're talking about is chat bots, which are bots that are designed to help you control and moderate your chat. Um, I don't know... Twitch doesn't have an official one, do they? Because they've got their own built-in, like, auto-mod and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So these things are all, like, third-party, technically. But it's it's actually quite interesting to think that, you know, something like Nightbot, which is so widely used, is a third-party service. And Twitch doesn't directly have their own bots. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's kind of interesting. Thing that, it's another thing that they need to moderate control and actually find the time to implement changes. Yeah. It's easier to get a third-party company that are good at this stuff just to kind of go go on their own they don't need to pay them for one yeah it's i just think it's it's, it's interesting to see that you know because obviously there's you know other things that people use every day like obs and streamlabs obs and twitch made their own version because obviously why wouldn't they just interesting to think that you know do you think we'll ever one day see a an official twitch chat bot that, that comes in i mean maybe something like that is maybe. in the works i don't know anyway what were these these bots i mean in theory you can have as many as you want in your channel it might not necessarily look good if you've got multiple bots like i i have two and I, it frustrates me so much i'd rather just have one that keeps everything organized and, and neat and tidy um something like a view bot or a follow bot is a is a different thing um obviously i've these are bots the chatbots we're talking about are bots in the sense of they are just literally a piece of software that's sitting and, and working through commands in your channel whereas when we're thinking of like a, a view bot for example that is you know fake accounts sitting and inflating your views which are is against terms of service and you shouldn't ever do um oh, wait it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes now it's not always and we'll get into this because this is a topic i actually do want to discuss quite in depth next week um but the thing is it's not always if you see someone and you're familiar with twitch right if you're very familiar and you know what's going on with twitch you can often tell if someone's got view bots in their chat you know if they've got a hundred viewers but nobody at all is typing in chat i've seen view bots that will type in chat just random things and it's yeah, very i i got hit with somebody hosted me once with a bunch of view bots that just started typing random stuff in chat and it was so painfully obvious that these weren't real people. They were just trying to look like real people. Um, and some of the bots are very clever. And they, they can, you know, in a big channel with hundreds of viewers, you can bump up another 100 or 200 with view bots that you might go under the radar. But you shouldn't do it. It's, it's fake You should growth. never do it. It's against TOS. You could get banned. But here's the other thing. People can do it to you. People can yeah. maliciously, or maybe they think they're helping. I don't know. People can view bought you right i've had it happen like i say i got hosted with a bunch of view bots and i just had to ban them all and try and continue on with my stream i got hit with follow bots where in the blink of an eye i got 150 new followers that were all bots they were all fake and i had to turn off all my alerts and i contacted twitch immediately and said this is this has happened you know somebody did this to me it's not always necessarily the streamer and i think there's a culture on twitch sometimes of going after these people and I've seen it happen where you're in a chat where you think, I don't think a lot of these viewers are genuine. And you see people call it out, but it might not be them doing it. And that's where Twitch gets into the difficult part because it's very hard to tell if they're doing it themselves or they're being targeted by someone that's maybe trying to get them in trouble or or whatever. Um, so it can, it can really happen. And, and yes, um, we're discussing, obviously, 
people that are getting hit with follow bots it is something i want to get into a bit more in depth next week um but yes that's that's a very separate thing from chat bots and you should just I, I understand what a view bot and a follow bot is because it's good to know that information um and i've seen a lot of streamers that have maybe been hit with view bots that will just restart the stream to try and kick them out or or whatever um but yeah chat bots you don't have to worry about that you're going to be mostly fine as long as you've got them under control i agree i agree so we're talking about booty shorts and i was like yeah i can see my shorts go up way too high for me to be comfortable doing that <laughs> this just might go into the realm of tos as long as you keep the camera where it is all right yeah uh well the i mean just kicked on and i was like oh <laughs> on that note i think we are uh we're ready to wrap up here um so shall we go around and do our uh, our sign outs uh yeah actually just before we wrap uh, i wanted to say one thing um it, although this channel is uh, specifically about you know content creation and twitch streaming and whatnot um i just wanted to touch on recent um events that have been going on more specifically here in the united states um as it affects some of us very directly um and what i wanted to say is there's been an interesting dialogue in Twitter and online about um, having a visible platform and using that platform uh, for change, or at least to um, call out, you know, injustice as as is as it happens. Um, I just want to say that with everything that's going on in the United States, in particular, uh, regarding riots surrounding the death of uh, George Floyd um and uh other individuals in our communities we do have a certain responsibility to be vocal about um social injustice and i think that a prime example for anyone who has not seen it a, a an excellent example of how to be an ally um is there is a clip of uh dr lupo um that went live and he does a very, very good job as a straight white dude who couldn't be more disconnected from the plight of persons of color who have to deal with bullshit on the regular. Um, he basically says, you know, he introduces his name and he says he, he basically is trying to acknowledge that as a content creator, people to, to be silent um, in some ways, is to be complicit. Uh, there is a quote that I just wanted to to sort of leave with that, uh, and this is a quote from Da Vinci. So we we're going as far back as we can here. <laughs> nothing strengthens nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. And I just think that topics that make us feel uncomfortable, um, obviously, people want to skew away from on their channels. People want to skew away from mid chat. They don't want to talk politics. They don't want to talk religion. They don't want to talk, you know, like gender issues. Um, I understand because those things are difficult and you don't want to polarize an audience. Um, however, I've seen some really interesting, um, you know, feedback recently from people that I respect uh, online. Um, uh, Mr. Nearis, Nearis uh, uh, is is one of them, and uh, he's been very vocal about um, content creators speaking up or the lack thereof. Yeah. Um, 
and Ninja. I mean, I, I, I don't love the guy, but I, I, I love that he, he stood up, commented specifically on, um, you know, uh, the arrest of Omar Jimenez and uh, the death of uh, George Floyd. Uh, Lance Reddick, who we all know as the voice of Zavala, um, reflected on this. I think that there's a, there is always a time and a place for politics, but the thing is, is that to just say that because we're playing games or because this is fun, and, and we don't want to talk about that stuff because it's too burdensome. Uh, therefore, I don't have an opinion on it um, is like a really privileged point of view. And I just think that for anyone who is doing content creation, when there are egregious things happening to people in our community, there needs to be something said. And if you aren't saying anything, it doesn't have to be every stream, doesn't have to be every tweet. But I mean, I feel like if you say or do nothing, then you are not really letting your viewership know how you feel and where you stand um and if people unfollow you they will unfollow you if they support you in return great but people should be here for you and if there is there's no reason why anyone should um, suppress the desire to be vocal and forthright about their convictions as it pertains to you know the fair treatment of other people um if if people unfollow me for that or if people unfollow you know like lupo for that that's on them, but they can at least go to bed knowing that they had the peace of mind speaking speaking out and trying to support those who who need it uh, now uh, more than ever. And that goes beyond just the issues that are playing out in the United States. I that you know that that's a that's a sentiment that I would say applies to anything across the world, anytime, anything that's specific to your community. So just. Yeah, it's <laughs> I that wasn't the whole point of the 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 chat today. Uh, I just I felt like I I wanted to say that because um it's it needed to it's be important. Yeah. 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 And Absolutely. I just want to add I mean, a Grog, Grog covered. I mean, I think he mirrors and is on par definitely with the zero strategy gaming family uh our beliefs and our feelings on the subject and um the one thing that I absolutely hate is the term stay in your lane it is so stupid you're talking about sorry it's okay man don't be sorry yeah it's all good such egregious acts as it's been going on and affecting people and then have someone come around and tell you to stay in your lane go fuck yourself go fuck yourself it is so heart-wrenching the things that have been going on and for people to say keep your mouth shut you don't know what you're talking about this is my lane is a person seeing things happen yeah it's, it's so hard and and hard for me i mean it's like and frustrating because it's like hard for me what do, i mean just like dr lupo and grok said like me too straight white dude like what do i have any complaints about i i don't in general in life but you know i have eyes you know i feel I can empathize the best I possibly can without having a true understanding and perspective of what's going on. And to see and hear people say, stay in your lane, 
pisses me off so fucking much. And our lane as people is to voice what we can when we can. Everyone deserves that. And we should. And we should not shy around it. Even if if frustrating, it makes you emotional, if it we shouldn't turn our hot turn our eyes, turn our heads. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Don't be sorry. sorry. That's said. 100%. Because fundamentally, we're here in the context of talking about streaming and content creation, but we're also just talking about community. Your community starts with your chat, but your community doesn't end with your chat. Um, just recognize that being live, being on Twitter, being having a check mark next to your name, whether you don't have a check mark next to your name, all of this gives you a certain amount of visibility that is not available to other people who also have a voice and wish to say something but can't. Um, and I would say if you don't feel comfortable speaking, if you if you have a hard time putting into words what you feel in your heart because it's not easy to say, or if you feel uncomfortable because you don't feel like you're in a place where you're really um, you're 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 the best person to talk about it. You can still share resources. You can still share links. You can um, point people in the right direction. And more than anything, I think that we can call out bad actors in our chats and people who would um, sort of like misdirect the conversation. So anyway, just wanted to, yeah. No, I'm, I'm really glad that we can talk about it. Like you say, obviously, it's, uh, it's an issue. We all are, are very, as content creators, kind of used to trying to keep everything you know away from potentially controversial topics and, and things like that but i think like you say sometimes you just have to, to use it and and i'm very glad we were able to have that this moment on the podcast because like it's nice to be able to talk about something more meaningful you know we can talk about bots and uh emotes all day but I'm, I'm very glad we were able to do this um yeah i mean <laughs> i think that's that kind of yeah <laughs> basically let's uh let's just end it uh we're gonna go raid someone uh listen links are in uh in the the chat if you want to go and follow any of these people uh, i definitely recommend it um we are here on twitch almost every weekend uh the, the podcasts go up on on spotify youtube all that great stuff uh, so do make sure and check those out thank you very much for for talking with us again if you are listening come by the stream ask us questions talk to us uh look after yourselves keep safe we love you uh <laughs> and we will see you in the streams so uh yeah thank you guys take it easy bye, bye.